human resources coworkers. Just want to help you get through that work day by saying all the things that you are currently thinking. We're going to say it a little bit louder. Loud and proud. That's right. And I am Patrick Consilis. And I'm Warren Workman. And I hope everyone is having a, a great day. Absolutely. Great day. Good times. Well, we're still doing the, the pandemic thing, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, I, of course, we can't not talk about it as I got a, a little thing on uh, the pandemic to to share a little bit later. But uh, our podcast you know, world... episode count should just be quarantine episode number four. We're still here in this closet. We're still here. We're still healthy. We're still here. We're doing, you know, we haven't. We haven't gotten the cooties yet, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's only a matter of time, they say. Oh, yeah. So, one of the things I wanted to discuss today was uh, uh, employee entitlement. Uh, I've, I've dealt with that a little bit uh, recently, and I've st- I started thinking of a list of the things that employees think they're entitled to that they maybe aren't necessarily entitled to. They're their niceties of the employer, their their other things along those lines, and uh, I I came up with four or five things. I wanted to see if you had any anything different. Uh, okay. But the first thing that crossed my mind was PTO, and yeah. I, I say PTO as an entitlement because you you make a PTO request, you 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 know more times than not it'll be approved if, unless there's something else going on. But when there is that that other thing going on, then we need to, you know, people need to understand you made a request. And if you're to, you have an apartment of 20 and you're the 15th person to request that particular day off, may not be able to make it happen. Or maybe there's a product launch or something else going on big that your company needs. And they oftentimes they put out there, you can't take a PTO during these certain times. Uh, I've worked for an employer that said you can't take... PTO during certain times of the year, and that, you know, that's not uncommon uh, to to do that, but, you know, when they get denied, and it sucks, I know everybody thinks, you know, oh man, I wanted to go, you know, on vacation or whatever this day, but, you know, it's a request, you know, that's not a guarantee issue, and like I said, I can only think of a handful of times where it's come across to me that somebody's PTO has been denied, but... It, it happens from time to time. Yeah, I feel like that's very industry specific because I'm probably one of those employees. I I don't think I've ever had a PTA request denied, and when I submit a request, it's just I submit it assuming that that's I'm taking those days off regardless. Um, and, so and I, many I probably do fall into that a little bit. I, I think you do make the assumptions more, more times than not they are approved, and you know. Uh, but also you have to use a little bit of uh, common sense too, you know, knowing your business, knowing your industry. Hey, is this a good time? I'm working retail. Am I going to take uh, two weeks off in uh, December? Probably not. Yeah. Uh, or, or something along those lines. So well, that, like, you know, you've worked, you've worked a seasonal summer job where you knew yep. that you could not take time off between what? Memorial Day or actually mid-February through uh, Labor Day. We right. could not take time off. Um, I worked for a big logistics company where I knew that during the holiday season I was going to be working long hours because, especially even in HR, because you, you were doing mass hiring and then 
once all the hiring was done, HR got down and worked in the warehouse. Um, so you just knew that, yeah, during those specific time frames. So yeah, I would say in those instances, employees that get their, their heart broken that they can't take this day off will definitely be an issue. Right. Because they're, it's just the industry that's part of what they signed up for. Right. Then another thing I thought of, and this goes back to one of my first few days working at the water park. I, I, I had, like I said, it was in the first few days. I hadn't been there long at all. And this lady comes in and she wants to be the HR assistant. And in 10 seconds of working and talking to her, I could tell I was not (laughs) going to be able to work with her at all, period. But she made the assumption, since she was the first one there, that the job was hers and that she would get it and all this other stuff. And I I told her, you know, this was in February. I said, I'm not even thinking about assistant at this point in time, Uh, you know, but I'll, I'll take it into consideration. And then, you know, she kept calling. And I ended up telling her, look, I don't think that you and I will work well together. I, I can just tell, you know, I, I knew her, how many divorces she had. I knew oh, everything that had happened, good or bad or indifferent in her life in, in just a few minutes. And that was just telling me, no, run away. This is not someone. <laughs> but she really had it in her mindset because she was there first. The job was hers, and uh, you know there, that was uh, that was a difficult situation. She really thought that it was you know sort of a first in, you get the job type situation, and life doesn't work that way. Nope. So that that was a a second uh, you know entitlement thing, and then another entitlement situation I ran into was I worked somewhere and we had a fair amount of workers' comp claims. And, you know, obviously the employer, the workers' comp company wants to put them on light duty if and when possible, but it's not always possible. And, you know, people would, you know, always say, well, I can just answer phones. Well, we we have somebody who's already, their job is answering phones. We're not going to, you know, get rid of them for you uh, and things like that. So I think some of them really just wanted, you know, uh, a lighter job at, at that particular place. So that was a another uh entitlement situation that uh i would come into occasionally i just yeah i've definitely had i I know i remember a big one because this person got hurt on the job and it it was a bad fall and it was an older woman and they had her come in to do some light duty in the hr department so we had her scan documents and punch three whole ring binder and put things together and she screwed everything up she couldn't do the simplest tasks and it was just you got to a point where like how long can we keep this going you know she's working with confidential information we had her sign all this stuff but still you're like she's gonna slip up here soon and just cause a lot more issues than it's worth so right some some of those situations i don't know if i'd call that entitlement but some of the situations are just maybe a whole other story you know, if it, if the light duty work is there and available, great. But if it's not, then you know there's nothing we can we can really do. We can't create work out of thin air uh, for people. Uh, but those those were a couple of the things I had in mind for uh, things that employees think they're entitled to. I got a couple others. Maybe I'll save for later. Those can be <laughs> their own stories. But uh, how about how about you? Any other situations where you think that somebody has a employment entitlement that they're really not entitled to? 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm probably a bad employee in some of these things. Like, <laughs> you know, I I feel like I'm entitled to some snacks and food every now and then just for being a good boy at work. <laughs> but really, there's no reason for a company to ever do that. But you know, I I want some donuts every now and then and. Maybe I've no. just worked. I worked for so many groups that just spoiled me that now that it's the expectations have been set so high. Like, I want Chick Fil A minis. That's what I miss about this pandemic. This, my current team is so good about bringing Chick Fil A chicken minis to the office all the time, and I love oh, wow. it. I miss it. No, I I I love that. Those. Types so I don't know if that's an entitlement or if that's just a. Uh, that's been, a cultural thing. I've been spoiled and I miss it. <laughs> no, I I do I do miss that culture that we had of. Uh, food and and you were the king of bringing in great food but uh bringing in food and snacks and having potlucks quite regularly amongst our our team that was yeah. that was a lot of fun yeah i can't really think of any just off the top of my head of entitlements i mean that i can I, I like the request pta request that makes a lot of sense i think there's things that employees expect to be done correctly all the time that they don't accept mistakes for so like when Sometimes when mistakes are made or maybe they don't understand a benefit and they take it like we are stealing from them or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you consider that entitlement, but it is one of those just HR situations where you just want them to calm down and yes, not and mistake, make a big deal about it. We discussed earlier, mistakes happen. We're human in HR, believe it or not. But yeah, if a mistake happens, 99.9% Are you of saying we put the it. human in human resources? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> it happens to us. We we are we do you know make mistakes uh, or or something like that, and you know we can fix it virtually any time. I can't think of a situation where we've made a mistake and it's a, oh well, you're stuck with it. Yeah. Well, I do have a couple of things actually that, that kind of go along with employee retirement. And I don't know how I don't know how serious some of these questions are. You know, I, I love my you know I love my Reddit. Yes. But you can't always get the tone of the questions that people are asking in the, the Ask HR subreddit. You know, it's it's a lot of employees going there, or I'm assuming employees going there and asking, you know, HR, is, this, is my HR person bad? Um, and we kind of talked about this last time where we had a CEO or upper-level executive asking about paying for toilet paper since he wasn't. <laughs> so this is another um, person asking, should employees who work from home be able to charge their company rent? No. <laughs> Well, the argument is, you know, if I... uh, You're using X many square footage of your home for an office. Or on top of that, what about internet and phone usage? You know, should I be able to reimburse? Which I know some companies already do that, but should that be a bigger priority? Well, you know, I I know the the company I'm with, which uh, for internet at home, which will remain nameless as I do not like them overall... But uh, they sent out. They, no uh, free plugs here, folks. No, no fl- free plugs. If you were good to me, I'd give you a free plug. But no. Uh, but overall, they did send an email. Good thing they did is removing the maximum amount of data you can download, which was like a huge amount. Uh, so that you know, since everybody's home and streaming movies and things like that, uh, and using the internet, you know, I, you know, they removed it. But I've, I think I've only once gotten even a warning for coming close to the the maximum amount there. But now I you know demanding to be paid rent for as an employee for doing these things I you know also cell phone and data usage I you know most people now have 
unlimited plans because generally speaking, from my research, uh, uh, that they're less expensive than doing the traditional plan. So yeah. you're not you're not out anything. Uh, what about wear and tear? Wear and Does that tear. No, I, I don't. How much wear and tear are you going to use on your cell phone? I don't know. I'm just thinking, uh, or, uh, like, or, don't you get wear and tear sometimes for like car mileage and stuff if you're using yeah, your car for? Uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to charge you 15 cents a minute for my cell phone calls for yeah. wear and tear. Uh, now I, I I find that that a little bit hard. I mean, I know some companies do give cell phone allowances uh, and things like that, and if they already have an existing cell phone allowance, maybe. You know, to stay consistent, uh, you know, they they probably should offer it to everybody or nobody who's working from home at this time, because you know that is a that is a potential concern. We are going to start getting more and more of that, though, of these questions. It's yes, just, and some could have some merit, but uh, I actually saw something. Some companies or some countries, I think someone was saying, there's a in Ireland you can actually. I guess at the end of the year when you do your taxes, there's some credits and things if you work from home and you use a certain amount of your home or whatever for your work, which I guess self-employed people probably do that. You have expenses you can deduct, but I wonder if any of that would come up for what there's so many people working from home right now. Well, in the United States, you can get uh, credit for that. I, I don't remember the specifics of it. You have to have X many square feet and it has to be uh, a solo. Like I'm working out of the playroom where, you know, we have, TVs and entertainment center and, you know, Xboxes and things like that for the kids. But it's not a dedicated closed-off space. As I did talk to my accountant once about using, uh, uh, for one of my side businesses, using square footage. He said that I wouldn't qualify yeah. uh, for that. But you know, that is available in the United States. And maybe somebody, you know, uh, will have a, uh, a less scrupulous or uh, accountant that would, you know, hey, sure, go <laughs> ahead, do that. Go for it. But uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's hard to ask to be reimbursed for some of these things right now. Yeah, I think so too, especially when there's so much uncertainty. Right, uh, and, and that brings up another thing that you know, not completely well, not off topic, but not on our show notes is the the employees who nickel and dime their employers. I for a while when we worked together, I was in a office location. It was about a quarter mile away, and. Most of the time I walked to and from every day, but if the weather was bad or whatever, I would drive. I'm not going to file an expense report for that, you know, quarter mile, but there are people out there who do it, that do the, that, and I just, I, that, that blows my mind. Or people are asking how to put it on their time card. We had an employee uh, anniversary celebration, and people asking, how do I account for that on my time card? Like, well, you can't take the 15 minutes and, you know, just, you got goodies and go with it from there I mean, nope. don't nickel and dime your employers yeah well i'm curious what you had to talk about with the coat your covid policies since we're kind of on just okay. working from home and all those things well Good segue to jump into i'm uh i'm a bad boy i'm i'm staying i'm not always staying at home uh, the bad boy so of so hr bad boy of hr uh but i i went out this weekend uh, I went to Home Depot and Lowe's and a couple other places as I was out. And, of course, uh, I'm I'm not wearing a mask or anything like that, but I'm seeing some people, uh, and these are store employees, that are wearing their mask 
they're wearing them improperly. And, you know, OSHA, you've got an employer liability there. Uh, you have to provide a safe work environment. You have to provide PPE to these employees and training how to use it and, and things along those lines. So these employees who, uh, I saw this any number of times over the weekend where I was out, people wearing their masks but only covering their mouth and not their nose. Yeah, like, that's so like, big right now. What, what's up with that? Or, you know, uh, I saw a, a guy with one of those huge beards, and he was wearing one of those N95 masks. And you're not going to, you know, if you're going to spend the money on that N95 mask, you, you can't get a seal with oh, any God. facial hair, they say. Uh, but a, a, a huge beard on top of that. Or, you know, I've seen some, I think I said it earlier, a few weeks ago, I was somewhere and the guy's regular surgical looking mask was just so filthy. But as an employer, if you're, you know, this is PPE, you need to be on top of your employees. Hey, you need to use your PPE and you need to use it properly. Just like if it were a hard hat, if it were, you know, any, anything, earplugs, uh, anything along those lines. You, you, as the employer, that's part of your responsibility. And when you have these people, I even, oh, I even saw one dude, uh, he had his mask turned around so it was on the back of his head. You know how some oh, people God, wear yeah. their sunglasses on the back <laughs> of their head when they're not using them? This guy had his mask turned around on the back of his head. I was like, really? Uh, and I would say are, I'm surprised at that, but I mean, I, I'm not. Yeah, it's, it. okay. I, yeah, no, That's where I, we're I, at now. I'm not surprised anymore uh, of what I see when I'm out there. Uh, but another thing, the employees who are touching their face, constantly adjusting their mask and doing things like that, you know, that's, uh, employers are on the hook for these, you know, all the jokes are being made about, you know, uh, critical, crucial employees that are working at, you know, Walmart and other retail shops that are still open. But if they're wearing this equipment, you as the employer need to make sure they're, they're, they're wearing it properly. And uh, uh, because that, that, protects you as the employer now you've provided them ppe or or not uh and now they've they've gotten ill and you haven't done your your due diligence so I, yeah i, I just I think the other side me. of that too is we, we can talk about the dumb employees all you want but i think a lot of that is on the employer for sure to if you're going to do this stuff and they're going to be working and you know they're essential employees at this point or essential personnel they have to be trained train them to hey Put the mask on. It has to cover your nose and your mouth. Uh, don't touch it. Once it's on, it's on. You know, don't touch it. Don't be fiddling around with it. You know, I, but I've just saw so much, uh, uh, the, especially this past weekend. And I was just like, this is useless. You know, I'm not wearing a mask and you may as well not be wearing a mask either. It, it was crazy, but they need to probably make some policies, you know, if they don't already have existing PPE policies, make some specific policies. And, you know, this isn't too jaded. This is serious HR. Get, get your employees <laughs> doing what they're supposed to be doing because you're on the hook. Yeah, for sure. So that, that was where I was going with the, the COVID uh, policies, using the people using their PPE properly. Uh, you know, there was, oh, the lady at the door who's counting you going into, I, I forget which store it was. She was wearing her mask, but when she told you you could go in, she would pull the mask down away from her face and sort of count you out how many people could go in and then put the mask oh back God, over your, why? your face. Why? I mean, don't wear your mask at that point. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm just, 
That's why I'm so yeah. scared to go out right now. I'm scared to leave my house. <laughs> these, no, these people are scary. That, that's, that's exactly what it is. And they're the employees that we're going to have to deal with. Oh, man, it's a whole new world right now. Yes, it is. So I, I wanted to see your topic, where to go when HR fails you. So I have that one. And it's, this is more of just the, this is the complete jaded. This, this Redditor went to HR, to ask HR and said, her, the topic was, where do you go when HR fails you? And it's a long diatribe of complaining about this HR person and, you know, overworked and they talked about having some, some workplace issues and a hostile environment and chaotic environment, super stressful, all this stuff. Ended up shorting me $300, but the, really the whole thing was just her complaining about not liking this person as a person and not getting along with them. They did nothing wrong from an HR standpoint, and it it's just, again, these people are just complaining about workplace issues that they probably caused, and then I kind of read through on the comments, and luckily I did because people are like, did they fix the payroll mistake? Probably. And... It seems like they're just there's no legitimate complaints within this whole thing. And then when you scroll down a little bit, the person makes a comment, Oh yeah, my, my coworker threatened to fight me and there was I had an altercation where I got in a fight with another coworker and like and I'm just paraphrasing, but there's just all these this person just had a bunch of issues. A lot of they, drama. They were a drama troubled child. So this whole thing, HR fails me. No, you brought all this drama to the workplace and You were the problem. You were the problem. HR probably did their job as best that they could, given the circumstances, and yeah. No, I, that that is, I, I've I've seen that before. You know, because they're not getting what they want, you're the bad guy, and and they bring their drama to work. Uh, oh, uh, I, I'm such a low drama person, and my tolerance level for for drama is is so low. That's just like. That's something I cannot tolerate. Is is just keep your drama at home. Exactly. Unless, what about what about drama outside of work? Don't bring your your out. You know, whatever happens outside of work happens outside of work. You can have two separate lives. You have your work life and you have your private life. Yeah, but what about when cross? What about when, like this redditor, which I haven't been given the names. I should Reddit user nine five nine Ellie. She said my. My boss is trying to control my life outside of work. Ooh. I, I would want to know how so. I will explain. I can read this one. It's really quick. Okay, shoot. Said, hey, everyone. About a week ago, I received an email from my store's owner and was told to remember to follow social distancing protocols. Seems innocent, right? Well, just today, I was informed by another coworker of mine that I shouldn't post anything of me being with other people as a supervisor who, is, who has our information, including personal phone numbers and social media, is keeping an eye out and reporting anyone who is spending time with a person who isn't from their household. I was also told that if I was seen being with someone who lives outside my household, my hours would be cut and I would be on suspension. Why do you have your supervisors as friends? Why are your supervisors accepting <laughs> you as friends? I, I, that's the bigger problem. I, I, I don't want my supervisors... I, you know, we discussed in an earlier episode, I didn't have any co-workers, peer-level Facebook or social media friends... Yep. Uh, until basically right, you know, not too far before I left. And, uh, you know, definitely I wouldn't have a subordinate 
on my uh, social media. That's that's just asking for problems. Get rid of them on your social media. So there's uh, that. Well, there's two sides here. I think there's there's that side. There's you know set your social media to private. You, you can make these things private so yes. people can't see you posting these things. So, but another issue is you're you, this this person clearly not following the current protocol and they're just going out and doing whatever and. In that case, is this just a responsible employer who takes the safety of their employees seriously and is trying to help push that during this pandemic? Or do you think they're overstepping their bounds a little bit? I think they're overstepping their bounds. You know, the they shouldn't have to, you know, I'm going to go home at night and I'm going to look at all my employees on social media. No, I don't have time or interest yeah. to do that. And I'm um, guessing this is a smaller, probably a smaller I'm store. Hoping. This is also somewhere in Canada, so there could be different practices. But. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I love no. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, you know, if you want to do something stupid outside of work, it's no different than any other. It, it, you're not social distancing is no different than them doing anything else stupid outside of work. You know, going, getting loaded and doing something stupid or, you know, posting something stupid on social media or who knows what it is there. I would say, though, and we've talked about it before, and we've had a couple other issues where companies started having policies where if you knowingly, not in danger really, it's in the right, right word, but if you knowingly expose yourself to this and could potentially miss work for two weeks or whatever, depending on how bad it is, then that is something that would affect the company. So if yes. you look at it on that side, it's just the boss saying, this, protecting their this thing doesn't just impact you, it impacts potentially others around you or our business and so on. So I think on, there's another argument for that. No, I, I can see that protecting the company interests, you know, you know, reminding, you know, even my company, we've sent out reminders about, you know, maintaining social distancing and, and being cautious, but we haven't told them don't go out and visit other people. Don't do this or that or the other thing. We're certainly not looking or at we'll people's social you. media. <laughs> we'll find you. Big Brother is watching, and that's you know that's another thing we talk about. What HR is and isn't. So many people think HR is that Big Brother that's out there to watch you and get you in trouble for who knows what. But don't don't just don't advertise what you're doing. People. Just don't. Yeah, just don't go. That's that's it. Well, you have a couple other things that I would like to, especially uh, hating your job, which I don't know if this is a current, this is a, a Warren rant hour. Or no, no, not a, a rant. <laughs> it, 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 I could turn it into a rant. But uh, we, we, you know, several times talked about our complainers and our soul-sucking HR vampires. But I, I read a lot online. Uh, I'm trying to do some research and find out issues employers and employees are having. A lot of it comes down to people just hating their job. And you know what? If you hate it that much, get the fuck out. I just don't understand why you want to go somewhere each and every day that makes you that miserable. If it's that bad and you're abused so horribly and you're you're everything else is going wrong and nothing is going your way, it might be a sign that you need to leave. You know, I just, I just don't understand it. And then, uh, there's some people out there online, you know, they're, oh, but this employer, that, and you know, they've got like five bad employment experiences in a row. Well, at that point, you know, <laughs> one, okay. Coincidence, two, hmm, three. Okay. I think the problem is, is three, you're the asshole. Yeah. You're, you're the problem. You know, everybody's had a bad boss once in a while, I'm sure. 
Uh, I've had them. I'm, I'm sure you've had them. Everybody gets a bad boss or a bad job that's not going to be oh, right yeah. for them. And you're still a good employee and, and, and things like that. But, you know, you it happens to you twice in a row, three, everywhere you go. Come on, people. You've got to use some logic and deductive reasoning and say, hey, everywhere I go, I'm having a problem. Uh, and just if you hate it that much, and, and I've got a theory that they probably are trying to leave, but you're the employer that's stuck with them because, uh, you know, you're the one who was foolish enough to hire them. And now they're trying to go elsewhere and other employers uh, are seeing through them and they're, they're you know, uh, soul-sucking vampire self that, you know, they're, they're going to be that complainer. They're going to be that constant employer, uh, that constant problem child that uh, they're saying, nope, not going to touch that one. You can remain somebody else's problem. And I just, I really don't understand why complain and why are you always, the problem always surrounding you. It goes back to drama as well. I, I just part, half the fun of this podcast is doing the research. I mean, even stuff that we, <laughs> we read that we don't bring up onto oh, yeah. you know, our notes or we save for later or whatever. There's a lot of crazy, fun, just wild stories out there and People being so stupid uh, out there, it's just like really. Well, well, speaking of crazy and wild, Warren, I'm I'm sending you a text right now. Okay, where's my phone at? Okay. If you have, do you, I should ask if you have it I have already. It. All right. So there's a there's a Reddit post that said, "Not getting interviews. Is there something wrong with my resume?" I sent you the resume. Holy shit. <laughs> I hope this person is being sarcastic. This is going in our show notes. I think so. I, I, I hope you can do images. It'll go on our website. When I think it's the most this, beautiful our, resume I've ever seen. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to put this on our uh, unedited with the person's name uh, and oh, yeah, address. They, de they deserve credit. They deserve full credit for this. I'll give um, It's Reddit user uh, vegetable, prime, vegetable primary. Oh, boy. This little pony went to Middlebury College in Middlebury, <laughs> Vermont. Oh, gosh. I like you the know pony what? stats. That's my favorite. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, you know what? I, sorry, this is an audio medium, folks, but I just really wanted some reaction from Warren. Yeah, no. Oh. And hopefully we'll, we'll post it so you can enjoy it. It's a My Little Pony-themed resume, and it's beautiful. It, it is. It, you know what? It would be very well done. It's very beautiful, very eye-catching, but choose a different theme. Uh, and the, your your talents are being wasted in computer science and mathematics. Uh, you should be doing some graphic design work or something along those lines, person. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that feedback. But you know what I'm going to see here is this person is going to set up for some sort of discrimination lawsuit that you discriminate against, and I forgot the first name already, but against bromies or whatever that word is. Yes, bromies. Bronies, I, I don't even remember anymore. And, um, Something uh, like that. Yeah, they're going to file a discrimination because you didn't hire them for a computer science and mathematics position. So, yeah. Uh, I'm, but I'm going to have some fun with this one tomorrow. We, we are actually hiring a, a, a data analytics engineer with someone with computer science mathematics degree. Oh, I'm going to have some fun with somebody or can share. The, oh, I've got a good app <laughs> resume for your, your position. Uh, uh, oh, please let me know how that goes. Yeah, that, that'll be fun. That, wow. Review my, that is, I, I really honestly hope the guy's just, you know. 
being funny because he put a lot of time and effort. The resume is is it's beautiful, but uh, my little pony theme is not an acceptable theme for uh, a resume. That's going to be you know once when I was doing recruiting, I wish I knew where this was. I kept a binder of my favorite resumes, and they were my favorite resumes for the wrong reasons. Uh, and that's actually a, a topic I've got saved for another day. But some of the things I've seen on resumes, but uh, this would definitely go in that binder. I just wish I knew where I kept it, uh, where it went to. I don't, I don't foresee myself ever having thrown it away, but it's, it's just packed away somewhere. But, oh uh, yeah, this this would make <laughs> that, this would make probably the front page of that binder of resumes. Oh yeah. Wow, that. That's that's awesome. That's almost as good as the the uh, the text I sent you for. I don't know about that, but yeah, that's that's great. Uh, so the last thing I have on my list for today, uh, you did a bad business practice with uh, yes. American Airlines and their their lottery uh, system they had going on there. I found a bad business practice, and I'm sorry I forget which country it comes from. Oh, actually, nope, I don't forget. I have it in my notes. The Netherlands. Okay. So, Patrick, you're you're a very smart person. Uh, yes. You run a, a grocery store in the Netherlands. You are doing new uniforms for your employees. How are you going to go about finding out the employees' sizes and make sure that they get new uniforms that fit them properly? I am going to um, duct tape all my employees and make duct tape suits for them so I can appropriately size them. Am uh, I close? Not quite. Oh, damn. So this comes to us, uh, this is a news article from BBC News dated November uh, 26, 2019. Okay. Albert Hygen, the I hope I'm saying that correctly, the largest grocery store in the Netherlands, uh, they were doing a uniform change. And so uh, they asked all their employees to upload photos of themselves in their underwear or tight-fitting sportswear so they can determine the proper uniform sizing. And it read, quote, wear underwear or tight-fitting sportswear so the contours of your body can be measured as accurately as possible and ask someone to help you take the photo. They sent that to their employees and asked them to send them selfies in their underwear. I mean, that's kind of brilliant, but... I will also say this is the Netherlands, and I w in Europe, that's not as big a deal as it is here. I I still don't know if uh, asking employees to to send them yeah. their underwear shots. I'm, I mean, it's a Did the article store. say how it was received. Uh, it was uh, not well received, and okay. uh, they they <laughs> put out immediately an apology. Uh, you know, for for doing that. Okay, uh, but yeah, it was not well. I've got to think also. You know, I go to the local grocery store. Half the kids there are 16, 17, underage. That, That's uh, a good point, yeah. That, yeah, you're getting into some really <laughs> bad <laughs> waters. I should send out a, an email to, like, my HR team. Hey, I'm getting everyone these sweet T-shirts. Can you send me a – everyone just send me a picture of you in your underwear so I can make sure I get your size right. That's, oh. a, <laughs> that's, just, that's just brilliant. Uh, yeah, but wow. And, and – Somebody, you know, I'm assuming they're the largest grocery store in the Netherlands, so I'm assuming they're a pretty big company uh, and have somebody had to think this through, potentially, maybe, maybe not, before 
Let's push send on this this particular email. Why wouldn't you just do a survey and say, hey, we're doing the uniforms. Send Here's me your Google, sizes. Google form, you know. Yeah. My name is Warren Workman. My or even sizes. an anonymous survey where you just like you're, you just get a tally of how many sizes to order. Right. Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I like this one. I like this one better though. That's that's amazing. Yeah. So Nope, those nice. are all the topics I've got for today. you have anything else for us? Nope, I just want to tell the people where they need to go to help support the show. All right, well, you know, first of all, uh, we're, uh, what is this, two or three weeks in now since we've uh, gone live. Uh, we've got, you know, we're heading over 100 of uh, downloads for our podcast, so y'all have been great. We want to get some feedback from you. We really, really do. Uh, so first of all, visit us at jadedhr.com. By the time this episode is, is loaded, you'll see the resume we were speaking of. Uh, also check us out on all of your favorite social media channels. We have a Facebook group, so just go to groups and look for Jaded HR. Uh, you can find us at Twitter at HR underscore Jaded. Uh, and then also we are on Instagram, and I promise you we're going to get more, uh, you know, more onto the social media, but our if we say uh, that every time, eventually it will happen. It will happen. We're going to uh, Instagram at jaded underscore hr. Uh, you can also search for us on LinkedIn as well. But you go to our website. I actually spent a little time this weekend on our website. Uh, you it has links directly to all of our social media channels, and it has links to all the major podcast uh, players. Where you, if, no matter what you use, even some podcast players I've never even heard of, uh, you can uh, find us and down, go straight to our website there and uh, subscribe there. So please subscribe. Please share the information. Uh, we've got a, you know, a great number of followers already, uh, and we want more. So tell your friends about us. Uh, and leave us reviews. Podchaser allows reviews, as does Apple. Uh, and actually, Podchaser is doing a, a promotion through the month of April, which this will probably be over by the time that's, uh, this one's <laughs> launched. But uh, if you leave a review, Podchaser donates uh, 25 cents to uh, a particular charity, which his name has escaped me. And if we respond to that review, they will donate another 25 cents. So nice. that's a pretty uh, cool incentive. So please go on Podchaser and, and leave us a review. Also on Apple, uh, iTunes, uh, let us know so we can uh, respond to you. We want to hear your feedback. I know this has been a long, drawn-out call to action, but uh, definitely want to get uh, more people involved. Yeah, but we want to know. Email us your stories as well. You can uh, you know, send your story through our webpage. We have a comment form you can send it to. You can send us an email at feedback at jadedhr.com. We have so many ways for you to reach us. As I know you all have got some great stories. If you've worked in HR for any amount of time, you've got a great story to share. I just want to say thank you to the Underscore Orchestra for the use of their song Devil with the Devil, which we use for our intro and outro music. And we like to do a best practice to end our episode. And uh, I have one I can do today. Okay, so I didn't pull up my list of best practices. That's what, That's what you missed. That's, yeah. a, that's what it was. All right, well, I, I want you want to toast your employees. Now, not in the sense of, like, with a drink, because we're at work. But you want to let all your employees know that they, you appreciate them, so you want to you want to toast to them. So you want to have a vast spread of jams and jellies, bread, 
and you can walk around and ask employees what they like and put jam and jelly on the bread and then just slam it on their table and say I toast you okay <laughs> oh please don't tell me you, you got that is that somewhere somebody already does no it's just my best practice oh, okay okay <laughs> uh, and definitely don't uh, stab it with a, a pen and leave it on the desk or another story like the old school outback you butter it you put the toast and then you just jam the knife into their desk with the toast on it I like that better good okay. job Warren gotcha gotcha so I think that'll do it for us thank you so much for getting through another episode of Jaded HR I hope we've helped you get through your workday. I'm Patrick Consilis and I'm Warren Workman and we're here helping you survive HR one what-the-fuck moment at a time. <laughs> <laughs>